You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Sleepy Hollow After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Sleepy Hollow After Show. Hey there, sleepyheads. I was like, where's the music? And there it is. Uh, oh my god, I can't believe we're finally back. It's been so long. When was the last time we did this show, Jackie? Was... Uh, the last time I was here was even before the last oh time. Oh my we did god. This show. So it's, it's been, been a very long forever time. Forever and a day. Over a month. Uh, we're talking about uh, season one, episode 12. Episode 11. Episode 11, uh, The Vessel. Uh, I'm Matt Lieberman, and we got Jackie Borowski. Holla. Steven Lemieux. On the ones and twos. What's up, guys? Good to be back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Parting with such sweet sorrow and getting back together is such a sweet opposite of I'm, sorrow. I miss this show so <laughs> much. And this episode was perfect for a, for an episode after a long break. Oh, my God. Action-packed. Yes. Moved our story forward. We got a lot of great reveals. Like, this is probably one of the best episodes of the season. Yes. Uh, yes. With, without a doubt, one of the best episodes of the season. I just loved it. Um, Orlando Jones kicking amazing butt uh, as Captain Irving put in such a crazy. I mean, it's like it's what we predicted. We we were all talking about like, oh man, how awful would it be that he's faced with what happened to his daughter? She gets yes. possessed and then she's suddenly walking around. Um, Very we, Exorcist. I loved that. I know. I loved that. So many nods to The Exorcist this week. We had some fans tweeting, talking about, oh, it reminded them of the movie Carrie, uh, which unfortunately I haven't seen, so I can't really vouch. I have not seen Carrie either. Yeah. But I have seen New the- Carrie or Old Carrie? Either. I, I would say Old Carrie. I don't think anyone would be saying New Carrie. Um, I, I mean, I don't want to piss anyone off, but I, don't, I just don't think so. <laughs> I just don't. Um, but I have seen The Exorcist a levin billion times. That's a whole bunch of times, Jackie. Mm-hmm. That's and way- I saw when they re-released it in theaters and added more things. You okay? So now I'm very, very curious about what kind of Give effect this movie is. Why you do this? Why, why you-, you do this to me? <laughs> um, so. It, this thing that happened before the break, uh, where, uh, Captain Irving is approached by this demon in, uh, sheep's clothing mm-hmm. at the, in, in Central Park, basically. AKA sort of like the demon from Fallen. Does anybody, if you can tweet us, I and keep on falling no, in and it. out of people's bodies, cause I'm a demon. There is a song from Fallen, though. It's the time oh, is, is on my side, and the demon whistles it every time, so you know that that's the demon. Mm. I don't know why I thought he was about to do the, like, uh, don't worry, be happy whistling. <laughs> I think a demon could whistle that as well. But if anyone knows the name of the demon from Fallen, and if it's the same name as the demon in this one, let me know. Let Jackie know. She's very, very curious. Um, so we, we pick up right where we left off, basically. Um, Captain Irvin has taken this guy into, into custody, uh, Trying to question him, trying to figure out what's going to happen to his daughter. He's super freaked out, and he, for very good reason. 
Um, and uh, the guy obviously doesn't know anything. Uh, the woman that he touched, thankfully, Captain Irving noticed that this happened. He brought her in, and unfortunately, the spirit left her. What was the demon's name? It was like Aunt Aunt something. I'm sorry. I didn't write it down Antipicus because... Antipicus or something? Um, but I, have a pre- I have a superstition that I don't write down demon names. You don't write down demon names just in case they come after you. Yeah. I think that's from watching The Exorcist too many times. Yes. Steve Lemieux. Well, um, I don't remember the demon's name, but he was going to have her brought in, but she walked in on her own because it was the demon trying to get to him. Right. And so, she and jumped she into... jumped into Fat Cop's body. Yes. Fat Cop number two. Um, or number one. I don't know if there was one before him. I just feel like he was number two of the fat cops. And uh, he places a very creepy phone call from inside the police department, definitely wigging the captain out. And the captain found him because he's badass, mm-hmm. and he knows who's making... He's checking his list. He's making his list. He's checking it twice, and he knows if you're making naughty phone calls from inside the precinct. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and the demon wants Washington's Bible. Why? The big question. We don't know at first, uh, but now we do. There are hidden messages uh, hidden in invisible ink. The first one being a reveal that uh, George Washington lived at least four days later than he was supposed to Here's my thing. I did not interpret. I love how they assumed that him writing that date meant that he lived until that date. Yeah. I don't necessarily interpret it that way. Yeah, because why would he just write the... Uh, like the day, if it was on December 18th that he wrote that, then he's just basically like writing a journal entry. In <laughs> with no journal. With no journal. <laughs> he just like got bored. It's like, I'm still alive. <laughs> what else to do today? I think I'll have pie. <laughs> Steak and kidney pie. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't understand what that was supposed to mean. Or why they, I, I really don't understand why they jumped to that, jumped conclusion. To that conclusion. Because I'm like, it could be that he knew he was going to die because we've had the... Now we know that at least this demon in this episode who worked for Moloch, mm-hmm. who's been around for a while, has... has He predicted Corbin's death. Yes. And didn't he predict the date of Corbin's death? Not in that not in that uh, video. Yeah, episode. I didn't see the date of Corbin's death, but I, I thought the same thing. Like, I was wondering, why did they think that he was alive to write the date? Right, That's maybe like me he, putting a paper and saying, 2,150... December Jan- December 18th. Right. And I'm like, um... If I wrote on a piece of paper in, in, in invisible ink, all people want to sleep with cats, okay? <laughs> that does not mean that all people want to sleep with cats. But it'd be mysterious. It would be very <laughs> mysterious, because why the invisible that a, ink? That was a great Nick Cage impression. But so very mysterious. mysterious. Yeah, good. <laughs> Um, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. I still have the very worst Nick Cage impression on podcast radio. Yeah, the worst thing would be the guy who, like, makes his own invisible ink revealer and is like, finally, we can find out what's on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. And it says... The Declaration of Independence. All people of cats. (laughs) And that would just be a terrible climax. Oh, my God. Well, no, but then American uh, uh, National Treasure would only be, like, you know, 40 minutes long. That would be all right. Or it's a picture of Nick Cage from the future. From the future. Or he from the past. exactly like the Cause, same. Yeah, because he's a vampire. There is. I think there there was this. There there are memes where people find like old-timey pictures of people yeah. and, and compare them to modern Back to the topic at hand. Wait, but there was one of Nick Cage. Yes. Maybe and he's a Keanu vampire. And John Travolta. Yeah, there's tons of them. There's tons of them. 
Um, so we've got we've got this demon. We uh, he doesn't want to give the demon the Bible. Neither do not. our intrepid heroes. Um, but they start investigating the thing, and they come across this old video that Corbin made. Uh, where he was performing an exorcism of this demon shortly after Jenny and Abby uh, were found in the woods. And it is, in fact, Jenny who's been possessed by this demon. It's not shortly after they were found in the woods. I thought they were teenage kids. I thought they were kids when they were found in the woods. Okay. Then, uh, then yeah, it was a lot later. I don't know why. Uh, there was something else that happened, like, right after... I thought it was like after she was doing crime or something. The ADRing in this episode was a little bit off, though, with the demon voice and the people talking, though. A little bit. So, like, Matt, mouth some words. I am the demon, (laughs) Jenny. Yeah, it was basically that. Uh, I don't think it was quite that bad. That was the best. Because no one's as bad as me. Uh, Actually, now, Stephen, just be my voice for this next point. Hi, I'm Matt Lieberman. You may remember me from such films as I am the demon, Jenny. Yes, uh, that was in <laughs> fact my next point. I was doing a Troy McClure meets the Cave of Wonders. Uh, no. Um, so iTunes listeners, this means you need to go to YouTube to see these to wonderful see these wonderful things. That's why we try not to do lots of video based bits uh, because we know most of our listeners are in fact listeners. So we've got this video. And uh, it turns out that the reason why Jenny was acting out all these years is because she had a demon inside of her that wanted her to kill her sister. And she was like, F that. I love my sister. I'm going to go to jail and I'm going to go to the insane asylum and I'm going to have a terrible life to protect my sister who totally rolled on me. And I'm like, wow, what sisterly love she has. We had no idea. Like, that's like that's serious love. Jenny is amazing. She's amazing. Yeah. She's she, a full-time superhero. Yeah. No, now I really don't want Frank to get back with his ex-wife. I really want him and Jenny to wind up together. Aw. See, Frangenicky but... Merlving. See, but you this episode... Said it. This, I said it with love. This episode endeared me to Frank's wife. Because I thought, like, they're trying to keep the family unit together. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, we're a lot stronger than you, you think we are. And I respected that. She's, sta- she's standing up to him and saying that me and your daughter are not just, like, people you can walk all over. It's true. No, she's a very strong woman. I appreciate that. You know? And I appreciate all their history together. But come on, it's Jenny, and they should be together because, you know, television, and I like stuff, and I'm like... They uh, would have kick-ass babies. They would have kick-ass babies that would come out with SWAT training, okay? <laughs> do, like, Matrix moves. Yeah, Matrix babies. Don't we want that? Uh, Sleepy Hollow fans, don't we want that, Sleepy Heads? We want Matrix babies all up in this bitch. Okay, um, really quickly, I want to talk about iTunes, and then we also have to give a big update on the Punjar because uh, isn't next week our big two-hour season finale? Yes. Um, so, so we will pick a yeah, Punjar pick, recipient. Pick a Punjar recipient. But first, talking about iTunes, thank you so much to everyone who downloads this podcast. After Buzz TV has the best fans in the entire world, but honestly, I think the Sleepyheads might be the very best Woo! ones. You guys are rabid and ridiculous and super funny and like just kick-ass cool and you love to tweet and you love to respond and you love to talk on YouTube and that's what makes you guys so, so awesome. I just want to quickly give a shout out to one of our uh, one of our iTunes reviews uh, made on January 12th, Brittany Williams which, like, I'm wondering, is this the same Brittany that tried to call into the Helix after show yesterday? If so, what up? 
we had a caller yesterday. It was so weird. Off topic. But um, she said, this is the, the best Sleepy Hollow podcast around. Uh, I look forward to these guys every single week just to fangirl over my favorite show for an hour. I love their clever predictions, interpretations, and hilarious wit. And I'll be so sad when the season ends. Great work, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks. That's awesome. You rock. Um, so here's the thing, folks. Go to iTunes. Slap the show with a rating. We love five star ratings. I mean, it's 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 pretty good. I mean, that's that's the best one. Uh, and you know, give us a review. Let us know how we're doing. What you think of the show? It keeps our show extra searchable, so we can be the number one Sleepy Hollow podcast on the web. It's 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 a big dream of ours. It's what we want. It is our dream, and it is what we would also like to be the top downloaded after Buzz iTunes. Yes, podcast. we would, because we were at the top of the season, and now with all these preemptions, we somehow have fallen off the top ten. This is unconscionable, sleepyheads. We Guys, must. We're at 113 ratings on iTunes, and 104 of those are five stars. So that's yeah. Pretty, uh, Ooh, yeah. It's pretty, pretty unheard of. Season. It's pretty unheard of. I'm, um, so I'm a big fan of us. Definitely rate us, <laughs> comment us. Uh, real quick shout outs. We'll give them to Big Shane 84 and Ronan's uh, 419, and then Wondering Brown Eyes, Ash Marie XOXO. You know all these people. One, two, three, Jackie B. <laughs> Big shout out to one two three Jackie B, one of our best that, fans. That bitch comments a lot. Yeah, I don't know what's up she with her. can't. St- she just can't keep her mouth closed on iTunes. Weird. She's chatty McChatter face. I'm gonna call her that to her chatty McChatter face <laughs> whenever I meet her someday. Um, but back to back to Sleepy Hollow. I loved. Finally, we saw. Uh, we saw Ichabod. In uh, normal people clothes, not just normal people clothes, but the skinniest oh of God. skinny jeans. We got to see total hipster. We got to see them pipes up up close. I and was personal. fangirling over his hipster pants. I was like, oh, <gasps> isn't it funny how you have a guy who's wearing like 18th century things or whatever? That's hot too. I'll do and 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 we don't call him a hipster, but then when he wears new oh, clothes, he's point. a hipster. Good point. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because those were all he owned. There's a huge difference when you're spending. He all was this a hipster money. before hipsters were hipsters. Uh, I just, I just don't know why we have to keep defining hipsters. Hipsters are people too. Okay, <laughs> it's a, there. There's there are mean people, and there can be mean hipsters who are super douchey about it. There are also great hipsters. There are some very there are, great hipsters. The majority of hipsters I deeply love. I'm brewing kombucha in my home. That probably makes me kind of a doucherson. But I'm also incredibly lovable and very sweet. Yeah, so, well, speaking of hipsters, there's like a whole group of hipsters that Jenny f- helped find all these relics and stuff to prepare oh, yeah. for the coming apocalypse. Yeah. That's true. End of the world hipsters cross between doomsday preppers and Bonnaroo. Um, <laughs> and uh, they've got all this stuff. They're waiting for the end of I the world. I love that they're so, like, ardently protective of it. Yeah. They really, they, they're really zealous, and I respect that. Yeah. I respect that they respect the fact that the world is ending. You heard it here first, folks. Jackie B. loves a good zealot. Um, <laughs> no, so that's out of context. So if you're a zealot and you're looking for a beautiful woman to meet, you got one right here. Oh, please. She's no. wearing a star scarf. It's charming. Thanks. Yes. You're very welcome. Um, so, yeah, the, she, he does not want to wear these skinny jeans. It was such a funny scene. It was amazing. Man it's was it's not, what we've all been waiting for. Oh, yeah. Just the, the look on his face when he sits down and he pops back up. <laughs> he can't sit. It was perfect. Uh it was super, super wonderful and lovable. And he changes immediately back into his old clothes like that. Um, and I love that both 
both Abby and Jenny are obsessed with him changing his clothes. And I feel yes. like that's a that's a shout out to uh, the fans specifically mm-hmm. um, because we can't stop talking about right. it for whatever reason. And I love that she keeps trying to get him to dry clean his clothes. Yeah, which is just like he, he doesn't know what that is. That's strange. How can you clean something? Uh, how can Lieutenant, how can you clean something when it's dry? You must wet it in order to free the dirt and contaminants from blah, 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 blah. I got to say, it's been a long time since we saw Corbin, though. Yeah, like, it has. We were told that we'd see him again, but I was expecting sooner. It's already episode 11. You're like, whoa. I Hashtag Corb Trina. Corb Trina. Mm-hmm. Do not fanfic, Matt. I will kill you. <laughs> oh, come on. Who didn't love the Purgatory Prom? <laughs> The Purgatory Prom is a highlight. Um, and I, I will fanfic if anyone lets me. Um, yeah, no, there needs to be more goofiness on this show. We only have one episode left, people. That's so nuts. It's so crazy that we're this far into the season. It feels like we just came back from, like, a season finale, you know, and, like, we're starting a new one. Remember when I said that shorter seasons were better? I was a liar face because yeah. I would just want more. I just want more. I'm, I finally, I'm like, oh man, it's really getting good. The effects in this episode and Morales, even though he like didn't mean to be, was a dick just like we always wanted him to be. I was like, I love how this is just an excuse for Morales to be more super douchey than he's already been kind of douchey. Totally. When the, uh, the priest sweeps the salt across the doorway and it's him and blonde partner detective. Poor blonde man, number one. I know. He we died. We thought, we had such high hopes I for know. him. We we're like, oh man, he's in good coven. Oh man, he's a demon. We had all these high hopes for him. And then he sweeps the salt away. Uh, and he's like, thank you. Head snap. And I'm like, damn it. I, I, I wanted him to be a thing. I know. Unless he's going to be like part of zombie Andy's zombie army. Oh my God. Wouldn't it be great if Andy got a zombie army? Yes. Well, cause like, here's the thing, right? And here's something we have to take into consideration. So this is a show that's only going to air 13 episodes a year. I don't, I assume that since it's a seven year period of trials and tribulations, that when we pick up in season two, it'll be September again. Yeah. Which means there'll be uh, a solid like eight, Eight, seven to eight months that we won't get to see of them fighting this war. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means that the landscape can look completely different when we get to season two, including Andy could have a zombie on. Well, but- we could also ship um, blonde guy and Andy, and they could be Blandy? broke neck Blandy! mountain. <laughs> oh, Blandy. No, broke neck mountain, man. Oh, Bro- broke neck that's, mountain. That's funny. Aww. Isn't that funny? That goes in the pun jar. Yeah. Oh How man, many I didn't do get to have? talk about it. So yeah, so we're up to it was fifty bucks when we last left the show. So I mean now it's fifty fifty. <laughs> um, and uh, so here's the thing, folks. We're gonna have this Twitter contest. A reminder: you need to be following all three of us on Twitter as well as AfterBuzz TV. So let's pause and give out our Twitter handles once again. Uh, mine, and we'll spell them for everybody. Mine is at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. Jackie? At 123Jackie underscore B. That's 123J-A-C-Q-U-E underscore B. Steven? And at 1-800. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Steven Lemieux, <laughs> S-T-E-P-H-N-L-E-M-I-U-X. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I kind of want to talk about what's uh, what can happen and how they said you were marked. Because they talked to Jenny. Yeah, and like, Jenny's it. marked. Yeah, she's, and she's marked. I feel like there's more to that than just dealing with this demon that we're seeing right now. Because there's got to be there's got to be more to it. Because you don't know she was marked by Moloch. She wasn't marked by that demon. 
I agree. Yes. She's uh, she is meant for great and terrible things. I have to imagine that banishing this demon to hell doesn't make Abby safe because, as Jenny said, even after she was exercised, she still has thoughts about killing her sister. Um, so I have to imagine that she is still an instrument of the enemy. I think, though, I think that th- it just reminds me of how the Sin Eater, I forgot what the character's actual name is. That's because, okay. I, the Sin Eater, so... I he, just think Walter Bishop every time I see John <laughs> Noble. He he said that he, he uh, absorbing these sins takes a toll on him. And I assume it's something similar to that of the Sin Eater. Yeah. Where it's like you experience something, and while the demon might have left your body, you're still going to have some sort of like residual memories or residual trauma from that experience. Oh, could the Sin Eater help relieve Jenny of the of these murderous feelings? Maybe. I mean, it is the blackness in Jenny that she still feels. So you got to wonder. I still think that she's going to be like a loose cannon <laughs> at the end of the, at the end of the season, like cliffhanger style. Yeah. Because you called this though, didn't you, Steve? You called it that you I, thought she would be possessed. I half called it. I thought it would be Moloch, but putting a new demon in actually makes more sense because it doesn't it doesn't lower Moloch's brand. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I was right, as uh, some folks pointed out to me on Twitter, about uh, about Macy getting possessed. So just put a little check, air I check. I was right about nothing, but I'm still enjoying myself. I know. And you're still the best respected by the fans out of all of us. Uh, you don't need to be right. You just need to be the least dumb. Because <laughs> Steven and I are, are very, very dumb. That is that is a thing that happens no, here. We're, I we're love fairly you guys. we're fairly low on the on the on the smart scale. No, yes. you guys are very smart. Yeah. You're just you you just come up with lots of ideas. It's true. Lots of lots of theories that do and don't pan out. Um so we've got uh they're trying to banish this thing and they realize what they need is this old lantern. This is this is possibly though one of my favorite like, I, I love how they're in this show, there's all kinds of, like, bizarre, magical <laughs> items. It, and and in that way, I know, slap me right now, but it reminds me of Buffy. There's always some sort of, like, bizarre, magical item that you I need just, to I find. just want to, just uh, on the <laughs> clock, uh, we're, we're at, like, 22 minutes. Uh-huh. And it was 22 minutes before she mentioned Buffy. Uh, I think that is a world record. That, that is, is a world, world record. record. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I love the whole time I'm writing this, I'm writing, where's the magic lamp? Now they have to go find the magic lamp. I just love that the idea that French people make magic lamps that send demons back to hell. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're French. What are they doing to spend they their time? They have something. Yeah, they're, drink, they're drinking wine, they're eating cheese, and they're making demon lanterns. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. And they're painting, and they're reading, and they're making more demon lanterns. So the last one, apparently in existence, or at least in the area, Jenny helped these freedom fighters find. And uh, rather than risk Jenny's life uh, and her her uh, safety and her being out and yada yada trying to make sure she doesn't get arrested and so on uh, for trespassing Abby and Ichabod go ahead and try to steal this thing from this little storage locker how many of you thought that something bad was going to happen to them when she couldn't reach it and then she was going to get boosted up and then something was going to like jump out that's not what I thought I thought I was envisioning because they were in a position where they had to touch each other. Yeah. I was envisioning her like falling into his arms and then that that kind of like awkward sexual tension would happen and then in my dreams they would make out but at the very least they would have more touching. Well, we still haven't resolved the Katrina problem, okay? He needs to have a major falling out with her before he can realize how much he needs to be with Abby. So Katrina who- is effectively dead. Okay, yeah. But 
you know, she's still, I know that every fan alive thinks that she's deceitful and bad, but I not, still. Actually not. We have some fans that, that are, don't think she's that Okay, deceitful. good. So those fans, you're my pals. Everyone else, I want you to be my pals by realizing that she doesn't, she's not evil. Okay, she's not evil. She's not going to be evil. She's, she's always meant the best. She's not evil, but she made some really craptastic decisions. Oh yeah, she made some bad calls. Who doesn't when they're a new mother uh with no dad in the picture? She made a whole slew of very very big time bad calls. It wasn't like buying the right wrong toothpaste. No, I mean, yeah, but it's just uh, boobies. Oh, Jesus. I like her. I like how she dresses. You and Steve just like her boobies and her big bouffant hair that's full of secrets. Her big bouffant hair that is full of secrets and also love, okay? She has so much love for Ichabod and for Jeremy, who not even name dropped this week. I'm wondering if we're going to see him next week or if we might have to wait two years to see him. Uh, I hope they get to Jeremy soon. He's definitely alive. and his um, Patrick the Starfish toy yeah i want to see him and his called a golem jackie his it looks like gray patrick the star he is going to be a wizard he's (laughs) going to be a warlock with serious power and they're going to have to contend with him i'm excited for that i'm excited for too i'm wondering if he becomes the big bad after like they somehow stymie moloch for a season do you know what i mean like they think oh man we beat moloch and there won't be a seven-year period of tribulations wrong but while they're waiting around for moloch to come back that's when jeremy comes back and starts messing stuff up i still think they could have their seven-year hootie wati and have and have him. Still I have be bad. a nice hootie wuddy every night. Actually, <laughs> I uh, have a hootie wuddy with uh, some crackers and a little nice white wine. Uh, it's it's a nice way to to close to out an evening. End your evening. Yeah. yeah. Everybody loves hootie wuddy. Oh yeah, you know, out on uh, out on a boat somewhere, you know, you guys, crack open the hootie wuddy. Seriously, no, I want to see how long that I can make this bit I, last no, before no, you you blow out your own no, skull. Okay, no. so so Jenny comes. <laughs> To get the things from the closety do. Yeah. I have no words today. <laughs> this is like so the eighth made-up word you've I know, used. I know. Yeah. Jackie's in a play, if you didn't know. Yeah, I'm in a play, and so my level of sleep has gone down, and my level of vocabulary has it's gone, gone down. It's gone way up. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Did you notice that there? Lo- it looked like there was a giant piece of eight in that closet? Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah... Oh, they're going to have a pirate scene. Wait, okay. Can you back up and talk about – you tweeted out a picture today. It was something that I didn't even notice in the show. Um, <laughs> it was drawing so much But it looked like like a male version of Grandmother Willow yes. from Pocahontas. That, it was like a wooden face. That is in their, um, their secret library room. Okay. So every time when they were talking to um, Irving in that scene about the Bible – Yeah. Every time you cut to the shot that's right over um, Ichabod's shoulder, you see this like weird man tree thing in the background. And I'm like, there. Are, I, I understand there are a lot of like old artifacts and different things in here. Yeah. But A, that man tree was so distracting because it had a face. And then it looked like nothing else because everything next to it and around it were like cabinets and so, books. So a uh, possessed girl throwing people around, choking her mother out, ready to kill people. That doesn't bother you. But tree but man face. The, that was part of the plot. Tree man face was just like, I'm like, what is this? It better have relevance in later episodes. They it's better- just good production design. 
Yes. Nothing else in there matched that. So in my brain, they have to have an episode where they go talk to the weird tree man thing or they go consult it because why is it there? Well, August Corbin was a secretive man and he built out this records room with everything that he collected. So I have to imagine that that tree face was his best friend. Why wasn't it in the cabin? Which, oh, by the way, so happy to be at the cabin. And there were two cabins in this episode. Two cabins! Double the cabin fun. We love cabins. Uh, (laughs) Under under the hollow. (laughs) Yes, under the hollow. God, under the dome can't get back fast enough. I know. I know. Um, I I love cabins. (laughs) Me too! Who wants to go on vacation to a cabin? You guys want to go? It'll be like Cabin in the Woods, yeah. that movie where people kill each other. I'd but prefer that's not it's the not point. like Cabin in the Woods, guys. <laughs> Why not? I like. I would want the cabin to be I'd, in the woods. I'd prefer to go to Corbin's cabin. You know, yeah. Spend the weekend at Corbin's cabin. Um, yeah. But no, this this episode gets a little. I mean, it was so straightforward that it's hard to like not jump around. I know because it wasn't like it wasn't like a game of Super Metroid. It was literally like linear throughout the whole Bro, entire thing. Respect. I know throwing that out there. Yeah, but crazy. Um, they just give you lots of tidbits of information. We get the whole thing with George Washington, which I think they're really just – they were looking for a way to say, oh, George Washington didn't really die on that day. Yes. And they came up with a very unclever way of doing it. But I don't think but that I could, think, that might not even be what it is. I hope it's not. I yeah. hope they were like, oh, we were stupid for thinking that. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's going to get them in trouble in the next episode because they're going to use it to make a big decision and then they're going to realize, oh, wait – December 18th was actually the day that Moloch rose from where, from hell and has been walking around ever since. I feel like he it was a prediction of something important. Yeah. Or it's just the first part of a message that we're going to get the rest of at the top of the next episode. When they turn the page and make more revealing stuff for the next page. Turn the page. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Sleepy hello. Is that for real? Can you do finale? What is that? Was that? Does anyone know if that procedure was real? Like there, you could do that back in the old time times. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. That was was how they they sent secret messages. um, Was they invented invisible inks that would be revealed uh, through a combination of reacting agents and lemon juice? Um, yeah, that is, that is real deal science. Thank you, Sleepy Hollow, for teaching me something. Yeah. It's like lemon juice, vinegar, and baking soda. Something like that, yeah. It's like a thing that you put over, and I think, uh, it was something like lemon juice and some other, like, phosphor, maybe, that they put yeah. on the page or something. Phosphorus, I don't, I don't know. Um, but, you know, Ichabod, getting to be smart. Uh, Jenny, looking rad with double machine guns. Oh, P.S. I love how they make this whole big deal about Jenny not getting arrested and not exposing herself, blah, 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 blah. Then she jumps up on this car with machine guns and you're like, well, there goes that well, idea. There goes that idea. And, like, I just want to give a shout out to Nicole Bahari. Like, I just, I love her performance. Like, I love her. She didn't get the most, she, she did get some, like, meaty material this week. She didn't, like, ham it up. She didn't overdo it. She's so real. She's so good. She's so real as this person that I can see you know, the struggle between, like, having to deal with the fact that her sister may kill her eventually, what's going on in the present, and then also the fact that everything that she thought about her sister uh, being a criminal and being a layabout and hating her wasn't true, and having to deal with that all in a moment. And it's just, like, this very simple, like, unobtrusive moment. I just absolutely adored it. 
I think, well, to me, it's like everybody, so many of these actors on this show are just gangbusters. It's mm-hmm. like Tom Meisen does a great job being Ichabod. Orlando Jones. Orlando Jones does a great job. I, today, I was also, tonight, um, last night, impressed by the little girl who plays Maisie. Macy, yeah. I She's mean, been great to, all season. Well, to be able to go from, like, normal little girl to playing a really creepy demon just the way she was moving that was impressive to Mm -hmm. me and the the makeup effects on her were just so stellar Mm -hmm. um and like as soon as like really there was just this dread throughout this whole episode of just like uh oh man something bad is gonna happen she got possessed and it was as bad as it possibly could have been and just like the fear and concern on orlando's face as he's dealing with this huge and i love you know, when they reveal that the Bible was never at the records room. Yes. And, uh, go uh, team go for being smart. Yeah. And they ask the question, you know, if, if we hadn't moved it, do you think that Frank would have given it to the demon? And, uh, and they're like, you know what? We should, that's why we moved it. And we shouldn't even ask that question. We don't want to know the answer. We don't want to know the answer. What I, what I got to point out though that I didn't like about the episode. Yeah. Is that, as I think, like, is Morales dead or is he okay? I think Morales is okay. I think Morales is okay. It's okay, so the blonde, blonde guy is dead. Blonde but, like, how do we not prosecute? How do we explain away this murder? No, that's not what I mean. Is yeah. um, The thing is, Mar- like, she switched into the girl's body. How do you know she didn't just kill Morales there? Because the last time we see him, he's laying on the ground. And then he's like Abby's ex and she's there and they don't have anything between her seeing him on the ground or anything like that. That's what I was wondering about. That's why I think he's not dead because I feel I feel like they because they had to pack so many yeah. other they had so many other things going on in this episode that they were worried about. They were worried about the daughter, they were worried about hiding the Bible. Um I feel like because ne- the next episode we know is a two-parter, two-hour episode, maybe they'll add that kind of thing in where he is – because they still have to have that kind of conflict to keep – they have to have – to keep – it could be apart. Yeah. They have to have the – they have to have Katrina and then they have to have Morales. So, or at the very least, they could introduce a new a new romantic interest who's not a dick. Yes. Who we might even like for a little while. Yes. Yeah. And so I think – but for this part, I think that m- we might see something in next episode where Morales is recovering or reviving or something, mm-hmm. and maybe there's a moment between them. Yeah. I think that that's very possible. One thing that I found interesting about this episode is is that Corbin knew that he was going to die yes. when he died. As soon as he saw the, the Horseman of Death, he must have known that it was futile and yeah. accepted his fate, which is just so kind of alarming. Um, and... I'm wondering how deep into his occult studies he was and how deep he was into figuring out how to stop this war before this exorcism. Like, how much did he learn since? It was only – it was like seven years ago. It was like seven years ago. So I have to imagine that he got much deeper into it once he learned that he was going to be a casualty in the war. If only he was around to decipher the Bible. Yeah. he would probably know exactly what it is. And they'll probably find something that clues to what – that Bible is in his study or in his notes. What if they see him in purgatory with Katrina at the purgatory prom and then they ask him that? And he's because like... the next episode they do yeah. go to purgatory. And he's like, I'll I tell you... I forgot my corsage. <laughs> he's like, I'll tell you, but first, may I have this dance? 
<laughs> I left my notes over there by the punch bowl. Don't drink it. It's actually blood. Purgatory prom. Purgatory prom. I love Hashtag it. Hashtag purgatory prom. Hashtag purgatory prom. Um, okay. What else What else we got this week? There are lots of little funny jokes that I'm missing. Um, well, the demon, um, this is not a funny joke at all. No, it's but, not. Well, actually, I'll start it with a funny joke. I like that Ichabod is learning how to use the remote control. Yeah, he's mastering he's like, it. I pushed the pause button. And it worked. And it worked. And um, they use this uh, remote control to find out that they need to play the demon's voice backwards. Yeah. Um, and the demon speaks in ancient Aramaic. Mm-hmm. As it should, you know. As it should. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's basically, you know, saying, like, I'm unstoppable, laughing at, you know, his attempts to free, uh, to free Jenny from his grip. Well, it's actually more what it is doing is it's saying its name, and there's power in a name. That's a mythology. Yes. Is there's a power in a demon's name. Mm-hmm. And having the human vessel say the name gives it power. So he's giving himself power to fight against Corbin as he's repeating this over and over again. True. And that, I found, that's a good point. I found this – on top of that, I found this interesting because um, – this whole episode has kind of like a paranormal um, layer to it, and and when when people get um, what's it called EVP when you do the paranormal recording, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times they will play it backwards, and it'll say something yeah odd, like that's understandable. Um, so I liked I liked that little figuring out. Yeah, play no, there were lots of great genre tropes that were used mm-hmm. this week, and it was just it was just such a tight hour. Um, yes. And like so much energy to come roaring back like that from a long break is so encouraging to see. Yes. You know, because it could have been like it had been so long since we'd seen a new episode of this show that it could have been come back with a whimper and been like, oh, OK, well, the finale will be next week. And I was like, no, this is great. Yeah. Oh, my God. I missed this show so much. I I, wrote, I I tweeted out earlier in the day. It was like it's like a good scotch. It's like from the first sit to the last drop. Wasn't that fantastic? Oh, and. You know, they also use a lot of smoke on this show, and Scotch is smoky. So that's a connection that I just made. Um, yes, it is. Yes, it is. P.S. Is anyone sad that uh, the demon killed the priest? I feel bad. Yeah, I liked him. The he priest always dies, though. I, mean. I actually, I was trying to figure out what to tweet to Orlando and you guys, and I decided on the, well, what's your favorite ice cream, Dad? Oh, a salty circle caramel uh, murder or whatever. Whatever. I know, I, I saw that. Possession yeah. by Ben and Jerry's, but... I was trying to think of something Possession like, like by oh, Calvin Klein. What's your what's your favorite ice cream? Oh, you know, killing priests. Oh, you know, you brought every flavor. You have that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. What's my favorite flavor of ice cream, Dad? All of them. Best answer ever, Dad party. Oh, dude, we can add the we can add the uh, priest into the broke neck shipping. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, broke neck mountain. <laughs> or well, no, probably. I guess it's like broke neck sewer. Gross. Yeah. It's a zombie love fest. Yeah. Well, I like I I do like the idea of a, a zombie army if only to bring characters back that have died. Yeah. Just for funsies. I know that er, you're both going to say no immediately, <laughs> but I still have to ask this question cuz it occurred to me. So like Andy's in love with Abby, what if Abby dated Andy, dead Andy? Dead Andy? Dead no, we're Andy. not having necrophilia on this show. But he's would you, also would she alive. write Andy on her boot and then like? Oh, uh, Toy Story. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, this episode. Actually, yeah, we technically, all... Ichabod is dead, so I shouldn't be perturbed by this. Yeah, 
Guys, we were all over the place tonight. I know. But, what like, honestly, this episode was just very, like, you'd remember things, then you'd forget things, then you'd remember more things. Because it was so it was, it was uh, so linear that it's hard to go through in, ste- in like, different sections when yeah. you really just want to talk about the end because nothing in the beginning matters as much. It's just, it was just when so action packed, mm-hmm. so yeah. action packed, and uh, I'm just I'm just glad we saw it. I'm just I'm just so stoked for the finale. I am too. Oh my gosh! So excited. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Okay, Spanish Stephen Lemieux, what are your predictions? Uh, you go first. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, well, here's the thing, folks. So we've got we've got Jenny. Uh, with these homicidal feelings toward her sister, uh, I'm hoping that we get the Sin Eater back to try to cleanse her of these feelings, and he discovers something much worse about when they uh, were lost in the with the four white trees. I'm hoping we get some answers to that next week. Um, I think that after this latest failure, Moloch is going to do something drastic to try to weaken uh, our heroes. He may get his hands on the Bible maybe just after we figure out exactly what it's being used for. Um, I uh, I also think that we're going to get a Katrina appearance next week. Uh, maybe something so earth-shattering that it could be could happen in season two. Uh, yes. I, we were all hoping for that, so I'm just going to put it out there into the universe. Universe, make it happen. Uh, Jackie B., um, I already made my Purgatory Prime prediction. Yes. But I do think that the, that Headless will be back just because it's like this is... A season finale without Headless? This is a season finale. we yeah. got to have a Headless. Mm-hmm. I agree. And maybe we'll get some more backstory on that as well. I would love that. Some more Abraham Von Brunting. Uh, Steve Lemieux. Anything? Um, I think we're going to see John Noble again. It's going to be to defeat Headless once and for all. But as they defeat Headless, we're going to get a new horseman. And that's oh, going to no. be the that's going to be the set the tone for next season, and I think the new horseman's probably going to be Morales, pestilence, Jenny. Whoa! So Jenny's going to be I think Jenny's going to be the antagonist for next season, and they're going to be working to save Jenny as they fight Jenny. Does that's, that make sense? Yeah. yeah, that makes sense as long as they save her because I like her on Team Good because she's so badass. Yeah, no, she's I want her marked. Jesus. Yeah, no, I want her on Team Good. I do love that prediction, though. I think that would be a really cool, great season two, especially now that Abby knows everything that Jenny did for her. It makes it all the more important to save her. Right. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Um, Punjar, how how, how should we, we know it? that people are entered? Okay, so here's here's what we're going to do. Um, all right, you need to be following all three of us and at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, okay? We are going to tweet out a trivia question uh, sometime during the season finale airing. So that's next Monday night, Monday, January 20th. At some point when it is airing Pacific time, because that's where we are, uh, we're going to tweet out a trivia question. Uh, You're going to have to reply to that with the right answer. Then we're going to do a drawing. Whoever wins, it'll be announced on the finale podcast next Tuesday. You might even want to watch live. That would be pretty pretty rad mm-hmm. to find out live that you want the money. And then we'll figure it out from there. We'll, we'll direct message and we'll get a PayPal thing going. Get you the cash. And, um, man, it's just... What's it at right now? 50-50. 50-50. I'm wondering... I can hear no, Steve it, thinking of a new pun. No, because it was like at 53, wasn't it? Last, oh, then it's 53-50. Yeah. I thought we, we got it up to an even 50. I don't know. It's uh, I wasn't here last week. We... 
Which we was, can call it the ma- We can call it the mason jar because it's just rolling on up. Uh, that was in bad taste too, guys. Fifty four. If it was at fifty three when we started, <laughs> pretty bad taste. Here joke. we're gonna figure out exactly what it is, and we will tweet out the exact amount. Okay, we need to rack up just maybe three more puns. We didn't do that many this week, and we we're giving away money. We should at least you know juice the pot just a little bit. Um, Steve, go, go, Steve, go. Um, uh, we'll do it during our Twitter handles and everything. Okay, we gotta wrap up. I just want to say I hope that Abraham von Brunt takes up the brunt of next week's episode. Pun. Right. There we go. Fifty-four. 50. I just want to say, Tree Man better come back. Yeah, we want a little Tree Man in our lives. Okay, uh, Jackie, get some get some tree some action. Uh, okay. okay, fifty-five. There okay, we go. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah. I like that. Okay, uh, Jackie B, where can the people find you? At one two three Jackie underscore B on Twitter. At one two three Jackie B, all one word on Instagram. Okay, Stephen Lemieux. Uh, you can find me here at AfterBuzz TV, engineering a lot of the shows, and on uh, this show, yeah, uh, at Stephen Lemieux on Twitter, S T P H E N I E U X. Okay. L E M I E U X. Yeah. Yeah. And then Matt, where mouth where we can find you? Hey guys, I'm Matt Lieberman, <laughs> and you can find me here at AfterBuzz doing all sorts of shows. We do the Almost Human podcast, Sleepy Hollow. Banshee, which is a really great show. If you haven't seen it, definitely check that out. And Betas, which you can find on Amazon Prime. Guess what? You can get a two-month free trial on Amazon. One-month free trial. One-month free trial. You ruined it. I'm sorry. Well, you were getting that wrong. I didn't want them to have the wrong information. Uh, but you can do that. Get a, a one-month free trial of Amazon Prime. Amazon.com slash free month. Watch that show. It's a great show. Uh, also doing Justified, Sherlock, Lost Girl, uh, Helix, all kinds of craziness. Uh, I'm everywhere. I love you all. We'll see you next week. Good night. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Good night, sleepyheads. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.